I'd seen this ad in the indoor around January of '05, and I looked at Viewmount. But when I drove in, I went, like something happened. My God, I went, oh my God, this is the one. Because you know, I then got there, and the restaurants and converted stables for anybody who's been to to Viewmount or VM at Viewmount House. But I said to James, like, look, you know, when people come to sit down and read the menu, like. You know, you can't have people walk from the house in high heels over the stones into the into the building where the mm-hmm. restaurant is. So he wanted to open it, and I said, "Well, you can open it all you want, but it won't be with me." And you know, they offered me the job, and I says, "No, like it's not perfect." And I, you know, probably was what are you not. Doing? I was twenty at that time, twenty six or twenty seven. Pretty ballsy for a twenty. Yeah, I know. I know. When I think back now, <laughs> but I did. I said to him, "I goes look." It's not going to be perfect, but like I, I was right, and he then built the suites, the seven suites, and connected the house and added a bar, and it was all became interconnected with the old salvage part. So all the extension blended into the 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 old Georgian house, and then I got a call on the eleventh of June. I remember the date, like I was actually leaving a job I'd gone and I'd worked here and there. For the for the couple of years thereafter, the Galway Bay accent, mm. I, I kind of ended up being a sous chef in there. After my ties from when mm. it was being built, I had a good couple of years there under Dan Murphy, uh, the GM there, director now. And then I got a call about this place, and I was like, I was like, well, who are you ringing me? Like, so I goes, no agent is my number, and I hung up, and I went, how do I know that name? And I was like, Jesus, it goes, that's that place in Longford that I really loved three years ago. Yeah, yeah. So I rang them, Beryl answered, and I met them. And I never met Beryl the first time I went down. So I went down and I met them. And I was like, oh, wow, it's all done. It's all connected. So we were there and we had had a chat or whatever. And Beryl had said to me years later, like, that loads of chefs in the area come looking for work. But James is a big Man United fan and so am I. And we spent a lot of time talking about United the first time we met. And, and I think he... He, as much as I was set in viewment, he was set on me. Right. And he says, no, I like the Donegal guy. Yeah. And I just, by coincidence, ended up back at, in front of them and talking to them, young, free, single, Ooh. 29 at this Ooh. stage. And, uh, and yeah, that was it. Yeah. I, I spent a few months there. I unwrapped every knife, fork, sauce, plate, saucer. Would, how, you, how would you have been involved in, say, the choosing of the cutlery and the cutlery and all that? Well... James's best friend would have been a main guy in Waterford Crystal. So mm. James had a really good eye. And they'd gone to Frankfurt to a big show and they had bought like one of the only places at the time that had Narumi Bone China plates. I won't even tell you what they spent mm-hmm. on them, but it was tens and tens and tens of thousands. So I was more than happy with the boxes that had arrived. Um but I opened like Viewmount. Christmas time, were you? Yeah, but like I remember we opened Viewmount and I, I bought I was buying ice cream kind of giving it a few minutes to kind of soften, tipping it out into one container and then using the plastic tubs as bowls. I mean, we didn't have the money to buy a, an ice cream machine. Mm. That, that took us two or three months. I was really annoyed waiting to that time because I wanted everything to be ours. But there was no money coming in. I bought the minimum amount of tongs and spoons and tubs and you name it. It was enough to just get by. We would buy stuff that might come in a hard plastic tub everything get the label off it keep that it's a container for storage like for the first few months in viewmount it was like a fridge of mixy matchy like i like everything to look the same and look neat but i was like no let's make money before we spend money and i try i treat everywhere i work like i own it it's a real 
big thing for me. I never waste money that's not mine. I Sounds never, like you invest yourself. I really do. But the other thing I would say is, you know, I've been working and mucking around here and there for years. When I went to Viewmount that time, I was sad in Ireland. Like, I wasn't happy. I'd, I'd spent a real lot of years in America. I'd just got into one or two cookbooks. I was starting to kind of get a little bit of a reputation there get talking to chefs that I really looked up to. I was starting to like make my way in a really big, bold world for a young Irish cook. And then I left. So I was just really disillusioned with Ireland, you know. So when I went to Viewmount in 2008, I said, this is the last fucking job in Ireland. This is it. I hope you enjoyed that clip from Chef Table Podcast. You can find full episodes on our website at hotelandrestauranttimes.ie forward slash podcast and on Spotify and YouTube at Hotel and Restaurant Times Podcast. Thank you for listening and we hope you can tune in again. Bye for now.